1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 4 through and including verse 8. I'm reading from the King James text. And when the time was that Elkanah offered, he gave to Peniah his wife and to all her sons and her daughters potion. But to Hannah, he gave a worthy potion. For he loved Hannah, but the Lord had shut up her womb. And her adversary also provoked her sore, for to make her fret, because the Lord had shut up her womb. And as he did so year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, so she provoked her. Therefore, she wept and did not eat. Then said Elkanah, her husband, to her, Hannah, why weepest thou? And why eatest thou not? And why is thy heart grieved? Am not I better to thee than ten sons? Father, we thank you for the reading of this word. Now illuminate it and express what you want to say to this people. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in this present. I want to use a thought today left out on purpose. Left out on purpose. I wonder how many of you here have been left out of something that you really wanted. You really wanted to be included, but you was left out. And it makes it even worse when it seems as if you were deliberately, you know, one of those things when they look at they set you to the side and you are deliberately left out. a sort of pick-on-you-in-your-face thing. Now, it's really bad when it's your neighbor, your friend, your family. But what about when it seems as if it's God who have left you out on purpose? Today's text describes such a person. This God-fearing worshiper of God, this woman who is a good wife to her husband and seemed to have the potential to be a very good mother. And the thing that she wanted more than anything else she was overlooked by God. The text does not say that this thing of not being able to have children was a family. Because you know you got some of those things that just kind of run in the family. But this didn't run in the family. The scripture specifically say, God shut up her womb. God shut up her womb. 
And then you look around and there are other people that look, to, look like they get any and everything they want. I mean, they can stumble and get a blessing. Pop out babies like a machine. And all you want is one. And God have shut up the womb. Some of us wouldn't say it, but we in this room, some, there are some of us in this room that have felt that way. That God have actually left you out on purpose. Anybody in here have felt that? That, that God left you out on purpose. I know we've been to school, some of our uh, teens in here, we've gone to school because of the lifestyle that you live. They don't say anything to you. They kind of whisper around you, pass notes around you. I know that's the way it was when I was in school. I was the holy boy. They called me the preacher. I was 13 years old with my little Bible, carrying my little Bible. And it followed me even into adulthood when I would be on the job in different places and they wanted to talk about something that had their little secret codes. And I would not be included in the codes. They wouldn't call on me except they needed a breakthrough, a prayer. And I'm going to tell you, sometimes it, it hurt being left out because you said maybe, you know, I don't want to get in there with the with all of the other stuff that you're doing, but sometimes you like to feel included. And that thing of being excluded can be very painful. Uh, but I want to say here that God have the master blueprint in his hand. He knows exactly what he's doing, when to do it. And so now we see sometimes when God leave you, seem to leave you out. Seems like you don't have no other alternative but to see if I can get myself included. So I, I, I think about life many times. How many people have done some stupid stuff just to be included? It was against their nature. It went against everything they were ever taught. But because they're going to make me feel included, uh, anybody identify with some of that stuff? You, you did it, and, and on the inside of you was tearing you up saying, oh, this ain't a part of me. But you did it anyhow because this is what made you accept it and be a part of the game. And so we find here in this particular time, amen, this, this was happening here. And so uh, this particular woman, she just kind of waited on the Lord. But my mind went back to another occasion. You, you remember the story about Sarah and uh, her handmaid, Haggai, because she had the same problem. God shut her wound up. She decided that she's going to help God, so she reached out there and got a handmaid. Let me tell you, when you try to help God, you are asking for trouble. The thing that makes you accept it today will give you H-E-L-L on tomorrow. Amen. So God don't need no help. He knows exactly what he's doing. So it was customary in that particular day that if a woman could not have a, a, a child, she would uh, 
uh, get her handmaid and let the handmaid have a child so that uh, when they had accumulated a lot of stuff, they had somebody that they could leave that stuff to. And so she would just reach out and get a handmaid and this, you know, I don't know how they did it. I tell you, probably be tearing me up if I know my wife is in a room with another guy. I don't know about y'all. I think I'd have been up in that room too. But, but, but that was the custom of that day. They just, they, you know, just went on up in the room there, you know, and, and they come out and had a baby. And, of course, in the case of Sarah, you see that, amen, that thing came out. And when people get what you don't have, they got a way of poking fun at you. Amen. And so in this particular case, the same thing was happening here. Because in this particular case, amen, uh, 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 we, we find that uh, Banana was having these babies and popping them out. And then she would just rub it in, in uh, 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 Hannah's face. Amen. Uh, you know, I don't know what she was saying, but amen, uh, she probably asked her, you ain't pregnant yet? Uh, you know, some of that kind of stuff. And she became grieved down in her spirit. And now she find out, amen, uh, uh, she goes to church. Uh, she don't miss the church services, but she still can't get pregnant. She don't hold out on her husband, but she still don't get pregnant. She eats the right kind of food, but she still don't get pregnant. She took care of her body, but she still don't get pregnant. And now, amen, she find out this is the, the reason for it is God have deliberately left me out. And, uh, and I can imagine that she felt that she was left out for life. But I want you to know that God got an appointed time. Somebody in this room feel left out today, but I want you to know that although it seems as if you're not running in the game, God got a special time for you. I remember there another occasion in the New Testament. You remember there in the ninth chapter of the book of John, there was a man there that was left out. This man was born blind. Amen. If that's not being left out of life, I don't know what is being left out of life. He is born blind. The disciples come along and say, amen, why is he blind? And uh, uh, did he sin or his parents sin? Jesus said, neither one of them sinned, but for the glory of of God. I tell you, I can only imagine what that must have felt like being blind. You can't play with the kids. You, you, you can't even see your own image in the mirror. But amen, you are without sight and you had nothing to do with it. And Jesus on that particular occasion, he said, neither one of them sinned, but that the glory of God could be revealed. I want to say here, amen, that when it seems as if you have been left out you got to do what Hannah did. Uh, Hannah had a way of going to church and praying to God. Now, she, she was praying, and it seemed as if she was going to get a little breakthrough. And she started stuttering because they weren't speaking in tongues back then, but uh, her lips started moving. Now, everybody else is against her, and all of a sudden, now the preacher is against her. Now, the preacher says, why are you drinking wine? You need to move away from the wine. Now, I tell you, that woman is in a bad fix. I can't get relief at home. I can't get relief, 
Amen. With that little hussy around the corner. And now I can't even go to church and find no peace. I am just excluded regardless to where I go. Amen. But there was something that she did. She got to praying. Amen. And as she began to pray to the Lord, she made a covenant with God. Said, God, if you would just give me a child. The first one is going to be your child. I'm not even going to worry about trying to raise him. No raise is going to come upon his head. He's going to go to the temple and he's going to be there for the rest of his life. Amen. And in making that covenant with God, after a while her appointed time came. I want to say to you that are in here that might seem as if you are left out on purpose. you got a time that's coming. You know, nothing about you is hid from God. In the 39th chapter of the book of, 139th chapter of the book of Psalm, David said, Lord, you knew my substance even in the womb. And before I was born, you knew all about me. And I want to say that God had predestined you for something even before you came into the world. And amen, he has an appointed time to reveal you. But when that time has come for God to reveal you, no demons in hell can stop God from doing what he wants to do. Somebody in you today is feeling left out. Somebody in you today is feeling rejected. But I got news for you today. God have you in mind. I was thinking this morning when I wakened, amen, in that, uh, I think it was, um, Genesis uh, chapter number 18 verse 14 came to me and as I looked at that chapter it was talking about a man Sarah who was barren and uh, it's bad when you think there's no way out there for you and uh, sir, God told Sarah, said, Sarah your time is coming and I want to say it to some of you in this room your time is coming. You might have been left out for 30 years, but your time is coming. It's almost time for you, amen, to walk in victory. The man that was born blind, that stood at the wayside, God had a time for him. He, that the man that begged at the gate would stand before the high priest, amen, and be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. God got a high place in, in mind for you, but you got to endure the time. When that time is right, God will bring you out and give you the victory. In the book of Genesis, somebody get that for me and read it for me. Genesis 18, 14. Read for me. Go, go up one verse. Go up one verse. Uh-huh. And the Lord said to Abraham, yes. Why did Sir laugh? laugh? Anybody in here got a laughing situation right now? I mean, you, you. I mean, you got one of them laughing situations. I mean, you've been left out so long until it become natural. Y'all know how that is, you know? If somebody going to get a job, it ain't going to be me. Somebody going to get healed, it ain't going to be me. You you see, you get to that place where you feel like you have been uh, left out. And it's becoming on purpose. Touch your neighbor and say, your time is here. here. So now, serve and waiting on God. And God comes along and says, Sarah, your time is here. 
I want you, can you look at somebody in the eye now and tell them your time is here. Tell them, tell them your time is here. Oh my God. God been saving you for this day. Let's tell them that God been saving you for this day. Oh my God. I, I, I think God is about to break out in America. I, I feel God is about to break out in America. Oh my God. We've been waiting, but 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 do we tarry? Wait for it. Oh my God. The vision is for an appointed time. Though it tarry, wait for it. Hallelujah. Uh, read some more for me, please. Uh huh. And then, in other words, why did you wait until I counted myself out? Why did you wait till my hope is going? And somebody in this room is hopeless. You see, you don't have to be an old person to be hopeless, you can be young and hopeless. Y'all understand what I'm saying? You can say it runs in the family because everybody in this room got something wrong with them. Feet too big. Head too thick. Nose too wide. Hips too narrow. I couldn't make it if I had all of this stuff. But what's wrong with me have excluded me. Anybody ever felt that? Amen. If I could, if I were just the right color, I, I could be included. If I look pretty good, my shape is good, but God, these hips. It seems as if you were born with the thing that has excluded you. I'm just talking about the hips and all that kind of stuff because I hear people talk about that all the time. But there's those inner secrets that we have within ourselves that said, if only this was right with me, I could be included. But I want you to know that God got a time and the time is right now. He has excluded you on purpose for such a time as this. He wouldn't let you, he wouldn't let you fit nowhere else. Because if you fit there, you would have missed the appointment that God got for in store for you. All right, read some more for me. Uh-huh. Now, 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 this is not, this is not Sarah talking now. This is God talking. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Can you do me a favor? Look somebody in the eye right now and ask them, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Yes. Tell them this. If you could do it, you don't need God. The God that excludes you today will include you Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. You about to you about to come up. You about to get included. The, the purpose of you being born is about to be manifested. All the hell you've been going through was to get you to the place of glory where you could bring glory to the name of Jesus. Amen. Just keep on being who you are, where you are. Don't try to change it for nobody. Just be who you are, where you are for right now. Oh my God. 
Hallelujah. If, if, if you got the stain by the wayside, beg until he come along and spit on you. And, and if you if you if you if you uh, can't have a baby, keep on going to the temple and, and kind of getting stuttering tongue until God deliver you. The time will come. He will not tarry forever. He will deliver you. Reason why it's taking so long, because what you are about to come into is so great. They're gonna write about this thing in the paper. Better than the time dispatch, they're gonna write about this in the Bible. The reason why, amen, the reason why uh, Hannah is excluded is because she's about to have a, a judge priest. He's he not just gonna be a priest, he's gonna be a judge priest. Oh God, I thank you. Because it's it gonna take a special man, because the light in the temple is almost out. Oh my God, in this day in which we are living, there's so much going down the tube and God have carried you through what he have carried you through for such a time as this. And the reason why she had to go through the light in the temple was almost out. And God said, I need a Samuel. But Banana can't have a Samuel. I got to have somebody special to breed this boy. And then in the book of Genesis, God was saying, hey man, uh, I'm going to give uh, Sarah a child. But I'm going to wait till my own time come. Because this child is going to be special. Hey man. And she asked the question, said, Lord, why you wait till I get old? You, you promised me you're going to bless me. Anybody been waiting on the blessing for uh, some time now? Yes. You've been waiting on it? And what it is, God make a promise. Then he turns around and look, like, look to me as if he forget you for another 15 years. You, you got me all excited in the revival. I was running up and down the aisle speaking in tongues. Oh, hallelujah. I was dancing, hollering, and screaming. And now that's been five years ago, Lord. When? Somebody say when. when? God, I thank you. Woo. But sometimes what he does, he'll wait till you almost forget about it. He'll wait until it's... I believed it at one time, but that's a joke. I've been excluded so long, it's a joke. But no, 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 no. Hallelujah. Glory. Uh, he, he said, I'm going to bless you. Just tell somebody the blessing is still on my trail. Just tell, tell them right now the blessing is still on my trail. Tell, tell them I'm about to get blessed anyhow. Oh my God, my God. Uh, Sometimes you gonna you might have to stir yourself up. Oh my God. But anyhow, she got that. She said, read, read some more for me. What it say? At the what? Oh, look somebody in the eye and say the appointed time. I'm not talking about Eastern Standard Time. I'm not talking about Daylight Saving Time. I'm talking about the appointed time. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall man up on wings of eagle. I told you how in school 
I had my little Bible. They would go to the sock hop, and I'd be in the room with my little Bible, read my Bible. Everybody in the classroom had all these aspirations. They're going to be this. They're going to be that, and all the other kind of stuff. My people were telling me, you don't need no education. All you need to do is just go to school, keep from going to jail. So that's the reason why I was going to school. And something on the inside told me, you ain't going nowhere without no education. But because that's what they told me, I thought I didn't have no education. But I was left in the classroom, read my Bible, amen, excluded, amen, deliberately left out. But when the time came, we had our reunion not too long ago. And I looked at some of those people. I was left out, but it was only for this day. I showed up. Are you ready to show up? Ooh, it's nothing like, it's nothing like showing up when, it's nothing like showing up during the appointed time when God set the stage for you. Because somebody is about to say about you, wow, can't you feel it? Can't you feel it? Because God is about to let you show up. God is about to perform a miracle through your life. Yeah, you was hid, amen, in the darkness. But like John the Baptist, you're going to come out the wilderness saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, preparing the way of the Lord. Read some more from it, if you will. I will return to you. I will return to you. Yes. And Sarah will have her Uh-huh. But Sarah denied her. Uh-huh. I did not laugh. She had been left out so long that she was in denial. Didn't know what she was doing. Laughing and didn't know she was laughing. People laughing at stuff that ain't funny, scratching where they don't itch. I'm going to tell you, that's a bad stage to be in. But that's the way she had gotten. Sometimes life do you. Sometimes life will do you like that. Life is not fair. Life is not fair. Some people do everything and get nothing. And there are other people, they don't even show up and get blessed. They want a job and people running them down to give them a job. You want to work and you can't get a job. But let me tell you, God got a specific job for you. God got a house for you. God got a car for you and your time is coming. You are not left out. God has only put you in reserve for such a time as this. Amen. Amen. Because you see when God finishes, he got us in his timing. And when the timing is right, he's going to bring you forth. And when God brings you forth, nothing can hide you, hide you. Nothing can hinder you when God brings you forth. And I want to say in this room right now, some of you in this room are going, people don't even have no idea what you're going through in secret. You've been praying to get delivered. They don't have no idea what you're going through. You put your face on and come to church and you're smiling and you're going along. They don't know what you're going through. And you say, if they only knew what I was going through, my God, they would take an offering from me. 
I know you got it. Look like you got it all together. All the bills are paid and everything is just flowing. But if they knew what I was going through, they would take an offering for me. And, and, and if they knew some of my mental stage, they would have me committed. They wouldn't let me walk around in public if they knew how crazy I was in my head. I woke up this morning and had to get my mind together if they knew how crazy I was. And then there's somebody had the nerve to ask you, keep my baby. Well, they knew how crazy I was. They wouldn't even leave their dog with me. But God has a way of straining our pride out. Once your pride is gone, then God can set in on you with a reality. No doubt have Hannah had had that baby earlier, she probably would have been boasting too and saying, I got mine too. No, but God, wait till you get to the place where you're going to be humble and you're not going to be boastful. And when that time comes, he's going to elevate you. He's going to elevate you and you're still going to be humble. He's going to elevate you and you're going to be a blessing to somebody. Now, let me tell you what, like in the case of Hannah, once the promised child has come, you're going to start really having babies. The blessing is going to keep on flowing. See, Samuel was the first baby. But if you read in the scripture, she gave that one to God. But she had, how many more? About four more? She had a bunch of them. Put it like that. She had a bunch of children. Now, sometimes it took a long time for you to get the first blessing. But once you get that first blessing, once you get that first breakthrough, there will not be any stopping of you. Is there somebody in here that know what I'm talking about? Anybody been there? And when God gave you a breakthrough, it seemed as if somebody had turned the fountain on and you just kept on getting blessed. It seemed like everybody wanted you then. Oh, nobody wants you when you're not successful. But once you get successful, then everybody wants you. And God is blessing now. So you that feeling left out on purpose, even left out, on, left, left out by God, God has an appointed time for you, and he's about to do some great things for you.